Hello and welcome to the Secular Buddhism Podcast, a podcast that presents Buddhist teachings, concepts, and ideas from a secular perspective. You don't need to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. You can use what you learn to simply be a better whatever you already are. I am your host, Noah Rochetta, and let's jump into today's topic. Hello and welcome back. Today I want to delve into the concept of renunciation, specifically examining Siddhartha's journey from a life of luxury to a life of asceticism and eventually to settling on what in Buddhism is referred to as the middle way. I'll explore the nuances of renunciation and how it applies to our daily lives and how letting go of certain things can actually lead to gaining new things, gaining much more. Remember the last time you decluttered your home or your desk? Uh, Perhaps it was giving away old things or making room for new things. And that feeling of lightness and and new possibility uh, that you felt once once you did that, once you cleaned things up, that's essentially what renunciation is about at its core. And today I want to discuss how this concept of renunciation can be transformative in our own modern everyday lives. One thing I've noticed when I hear this word renunciation, it often carries a heavy ascetic connotation. But in reality, it's essentially about making conscious choices about what we choose to hold on to and what we choose to let go of. And when we understand and apply this concept of renunciation, it can lead to a more meaningful and more directed way of living. In Buddhism, or at least from the Buddhist perspective, renunciation is not just about giving up material things or or physical pleasures. It's a deep understanding and letting go of attachments that cause suffering. It's a shift from a way of living that is full of clinging, where you're holding on really tight, to freedom and living in a way that's much more liberated and free. Uh, One of the ways that I've talked about this concept in in previous episodes, at least the, the concept of clinging, is to imagine yourself when you're riding a bicycle and you're holding on to the handlebars there's there's the right amount of how much to hold on to you you need to hold on just strong enough so that you don't fall off and that you can move the the wheel in the direction that you want to turn but then there's also holding on too tight and that's what i like to think of as clinging and the middle way when it comes to attachment if you don't hold on uh, there are times that you can let go completely right you can ride a bicycle and let go completely And there are times when you need to be holding on, and sometimes tighter than other times. But the idea is finding the middle way, the balance, depends where you are and what you're doing. You can be cruising on on the road and let go for a minute and, and, and ride a bicycle without even touching the steering wheel. But if you get into rocky terrain or you're trying to go downhill or uphill, it might be more skillful at that point to hold on to the handlebar and to not let go. Um, but how tight do we hold on to? That's kind of the idea here of the middle way. And you can think about that in in the context of this discussion of, of renunciation and letting go. So think of the story of, of the Buddha himself, uh, the prince who renounced his royal life, who had a life of abundance and luxury, 
to seek enlightenment. And his journey teaches us about that balance because he, he, he finds that having everything isn't the way. It, it's not working for him. So he gives everything up and he goes out. And if you know the story, he uh, becomes an ascetic monk where now it's the other side of the coin. You give up everything and, you, and he lives a life of complete austerity. And after some time, he ends up giving that up as well. So he renounces the having everything and he re- renounces giving up everything and discovers this middle way. Um, again, I, I think it correlates really well if you visualize the idea of the handlebars and the bicycle. But the, the, this concept of renunciation is deeply embedded in a lot of Buddhist teachings that you'll find in the Pali Canon and other early texts and uh, illustrate the central role on, on the path or the journey to awakening. And while um, traditional Buddhism may sometimes depict this idea of renunciation as leaving the worldly life behind, you know, becoming a monk and giving up your possessions, in reality, the modern everyday approach to this concept, I think, interprets it more as a mindful simplification and a prioritization of what truly matters. And it aligns closely with the idea of modern minimalism and uh, intentional living. But it's really about being aware of what is it that we truly want and knowing what is it that truly matters to us in our lives. When I think of the story of the Buddha, and his renunciation that is, you know, that's what starts him on his path. Um, I like to think about that for me personally. It's the exploration of how is my life now and what is it that I really want? What would I be willing to give up or sacrifice to gain the thing that I want? So that entails knowing first, what is it that I actually want? And in our real world application of this in our day-to-day lives, this could be you know, choosing a simpler lifestyle or trying to limit social media consumption so that I can uh, spend more time with family. It could be letting go of toxic relationships. There are examples of renunciation that are happening all around us all the time. We're always uh, playing this balance of giving up one thing to gain something else. That's how exercise works, right? If I, uh, or, or studying if I want to gain knowledge in a new topic, I'm going to have to sacrifice some of the time that I spend doing other things to, to now study and read. But what is it that I gain in that exchange of one thing for another? That's the essence of this idea of renunciation. It's that we're always giving up something to do something else because we can't do everything. So we have to choose what is it that we do. And some practical tips for applying this concept of renunciation would be uh, to first start small by identifying what you feel attached to that is no longer serving you. And you can dedicate some time, maybe a week, to reduce or eliminate this from your life and and then observe the changes. Social media is a good example. You You may enjoy spending time on social media, but you may realize that by doing that, you're sacrificing something else. Maybe it's spending time with loved ones or uh, talking, catching up with old friends, something like that. So you can decide where's this trade off? Where's my middle way? Uh, am I doing too much of one thing and not enough of the other? And, and balancing that. So um, another example here for me, when I first started my journey with uh, practicing Buddhism, 
The idea of meditation as a practice felt like a very lofty goal, kind of like exercise does. And it's like, okay, I'm motivated, I'll do it for a while, but how do I make this a consistent habit? And I've realized over the years, and I've, and I've said this before, that consistency is much more important than duration when it comes to building habits, but especially with meditation as a practice. So I decided to make it a goal to just sit every day. Instead of feeling like I need to make a goal that says I need to meditate every day, I realized I just need to sit and I can take time to do that and in that time not do anything else, even if it's just 60 seconds. So that's what I did. I set my goal to sit every day for a minimum of 60 seconds. And I have a a little meditation cushion by my nightstand and I have that goal every day that I'm home. I'm not traveling. I'll do it when I'm traveling, but at home it's easy because I have my spot set up. And my goal is I just need to sit every day, even if it's 60 seconds. Now, more often than not, I'll sit longer, but on very busy days and times when I think, oh, I don't know if I can do this, I already know my goal is pretty easy. You just sit for 60 seconds. And that's still today the core of my daily practice to just take time just to sit, nothing else. And, and I'll usually sit down, close my eyes, and then I can count. I'm already, I know I'm going to count to 60. And sometimes I'll say, well, let's see how longer I can go. And then sometimes that'll transform into, okay, now I'm done counting at 60. Now I'm just going to sit here and I'll adopt another of the meditative uh, techniques or practices. But it all started with a simple goal of just learning to sit. And that is a form of renunciation. I'm renouncing whatever I was going to do for 60 seconds to now do this other thing. And instead of thinking, what did I give up? I like to think, what, did I, what have I gained? A new habit. In that habit, I've gained uh, a bunch of other uh, new benefits because of the practice of, of learning to just sit. So the profound impact of a small act of re- renunciation has been... Um, very important and powerful for me in, in my day-to-day experience. So that's the idea. So you can think about what it is that you're holding on to that might be holding you back. You might uh, or, or think about how your life might change if you were to let go of the thing that you're holding on to, whatever it is that you're clinging to. Um, and maybe don't think of it as what should I let go of, but maybe think of it as what should I loosen my grip on? Uh, We go around, like the bicycle analogy, holding a a death grip sometimes on things. And we either try too hard or we're not trying hard enough. We're holding on too tight or we're not holding on tight enough. And we need to find that middle way in these things, whether it's exercise or uh, meditation practice or the time that you spend developing relationships with partners, loved ones, siblings, that kind of thing. So renunciation in that sense, I think, can be uh, very powerful as a concept where you spend a moment contemplating or maybe even journaling about this and thinking about the notion of sacrifice, uh, giving up something to gain something else, and maybe not emphasizing what is it that I'm giving up, but really emphasizing what is it that I'm trying to gain. Because again, it's always a trade-off. I teach this in our uh, paragliding course with the way a wing works. Same with an airplane, but the idea is that um, there's always a trade-off of between potential energy and kinetic energy. And with an aircraft or with a wing, you gain potential energy by 
uh, gaining altitude. And then as you descend and build speed, that turns into kinetic energy. And it's that kinetic energy in the wing that allows you to have a soft and smooth landing. If you lose, if you don't have that kinetic energy, uh, you're going to have a hard landing or you could stall in the air and crash. But I feel like in my day-to-day life, I'm juggling the same thing, the potential energy and the kinetic energy, the kinetic energy being the movement, what it is I'm actually doing. Potential energy might be um, built up through other practices where I'm rested or I'm exercising or I meditate. So there's that trade-off of the thing that uh, I want to gain in exchange for the thing I have to give up in order to gain that. So that's the conclusion uh, of this uh, episode for today's podcast that uh, we've explored the idea of renunciation and uh, taking from the Buddha's life as an example where you give up one thing to gain something else. In our everyday life, we have everyday ordinary decisions that we make and we're, we're playing that balancing game. And remember, don't think of this as, well, what do I have to give up? I'm not giving up things, uh, but think about it as what is it that I want to gain in my life? What matters to me and how do I prioritize those things so that I can exchange you know, the thing that I might want for the thing that I might want more? So your call to action in today's podcast episode is to uh, think about this, and, and I challenge you to renounce one thing that you feel doesn't serve you or doesn't uh, it doesn't benefit you. It's not skillful for you. Maybe it's something that brings negativity into your life, spending too much time on social media or the news or whatever whatever it is. Um, observe how, in the process of maybe letting go of one thing, you can create space to allow something new, perhaps something more beneficial, more skillful that will bring greater peace and contentment to you in your life. Um, It's a perfect time of year to explore this idea. So that's all I have for today's podcast episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thank you for joining me today on the Secular Buddhism Podcast. If today's insights resonated with you, then there's so much more in store. You can extend your journey exploring these concepts and ideas by joining our online community of podcast supporters. Together, in our weekly video conferences, we dive deeper, share experiences, and discuss how to live these teachings in day-to-day life. Discover all this and more at secularbuddhism.com, from insightful articles, my books, online courses, and information on how you can become part of our thriving community. May you carry the wisdom from today's episode into your daily life. Thank you for listening. Until next time.